Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I am your host, Miss Kev on Stage, and I am joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on Stage. And we have a very special guest with us here today. I am so, so excited to have you join us. I've been following your Instagram page for a long time um, and just your journey in general. And that is the one and only Dr. Rachel. Dr. Rachel. Give it up in our studio audience. (laughs) Dr. Rachel. I'm super excited too, by the way. Oh, yay! So super excited. So, in case you are unaware of of Dr. Rachel, we will allow her the opportunity to introduce herself. Gosh, you are putting me on the stage with this one. So, hey, yep, I'm Dr. Rachel Ross, family medicine physician and clinical sexologist and founder of the Dr. Rachel Institute. And I am super duper excited to be here. I'm kind of fanned out. I was taking pictures of the studio. Were you? Yes. Don't come over here and rob us. I was like, I'll put it on the ground. You ain't got to sneak it. Very excited. So, Um, what is a clinical sexologist? Because that that means you have actual training. Yes. Okay. I have actual training, and and I have actual training, and I actually train people too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sexology. Yes. That's something people can be trained in. Yes. At the Dr. Rachel Institute. Yes. And so what we (laughs) do is we take we take uh, we help individuals and or couples who are you know at at a point where maybe they're struggling with certain things with Mm -hmm. sex or and or relationships and yeah. just having trouble meeting each other in those moments uh, where they should be meeting each other. Got it. So, yeah, so it's great. So nice. sexology is the study of sex and everything that goes along with it. The Dr. Rachel Institute, our, my thing is we keep families together. So, you know, you can go somewhere else if, you know, if, if that's not really your goal, but the main underdriving force, that's why we learn about relationships and we learn about sex and we learn about nutrition and we learn about all the things that you really need to keep your unit tight. Nice. So it's uh, like a 360 because you you said nutrition. I wouldn't have expected you to say that. Or 69. Hey, oh, big fan. Big fan. So what's this gonna be one number? of those? Oh, I, I want, you didn't tell me what her what she was a doctor. Oh. I was like, oh, sexology. <laughs> We're Excellent. Not, we're doing the OBGYNs next month in October. Yeah. Oh, there nice. We go. Okay. So, yeah. So, yes, it's 360. 360, 369. So, yes, because being a family medicine physician, you know, it's really hard for me to separate what we know that the mind and the body and all of it is so connected that if your body isn't running right, you know, if you're not eating, you're not moving, all these things, then it makes sense that your sex drive mm-hmm. would follow. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's good. That. Um, that's really interesting to me because, um, I often don't even think that I, and I do recognize that there's definitely like a mind and body relation, especially when it comes to sex, but I wouldn't think about it in terms of like your diet and all of that. So that's like really interesting to me. And maybe something, a tidbit people just got that maybe you don't even realize that you could be sluggish or tired or whatever. And it's in fact. Uh, impacting more than just like your normal day to day, but it extends into like your bedroom and how you feel about that as well. Oh yes, absolutely. Because um, you know, if you really think about it, you know, we put a lot of energy into you know, we pass about like five or six gas stations, and like I put that gas in my car, mm. but we're not as selective about maybe what we're going to eat. Nope. But what we know I'll for eat a food fact, at a gas station, you eat at the gas. Yes. I, I was just looking at I some taquitos that. the other oh, day at a Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. And I was wings. like those. AM PM burgers and hot dogs. I'm all Kevin was there. literally the first person I ever met that ate food at a gas station. I remember when we first started dating and I was like, Oh, when I was in college wrong with you. That's all I survived. You can get so much stuff for five bucks there. 
You get two bur- cheeseburgers for like four bucks. They're so That's all I dry. Have. The patties look. Them sweaty hot dogs, sweaty burgers with the you little stand. You eat them, Joshua? I mean, in college, I had no choice. College, you just got to get through any way you can. You got to fast. <laughs> no. If you're, no, if your Let option. Let be clear. I like the way they taste. Yes, it because he's just 36 like, now and gets yeah. them today. No, the, I, I don't do that, that much. Those that twirl around yes. all day that you see, you wonder, mm-hmm. does that thing ever stop? The, they taste good. Mm-hmm. The big bite? They don't, Dr. Rachel. They don't. <laughs> Doughboy bought a whole pizza from 7-Eleven. Let me get in on that, man. I love you tried it. You, yeah, you said, I did. Well, I love you. I'm going to try this. Uppity. <laughs> She's uppity. She's <laughs> uppity. Me? <laughs> I got everything out of the mud. You feel me? I love me a sweaty burger. I very much I think not it was made want at to be a part of this narrative that, that you're you are perpetuating. <laughs> what? I very much like, like to be removed from this narrative. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, those sweaty hot dogs, those the hamburgers and those things like that, they can, you know, cause some changes that, um, you know, yeah. that, that we try to educate people on. Because it's one thing if you don't know, but it's another thing when you know and then you make choices. Yeah, so because just, you be people be asking their wife to swallow and their diet is all Hennessy and New Forest. Yes! Like, you taste How like battery acid. How dare you? How dare no. you? <laughs> don't know. This tastes like Alka-Seltzer. I'm not finna do that. How dare you? You gotta have a healthy diet. It's. I'm glad you say that because a lot of times people will come in with these allergic reactions and like, it only happens after sex. And you'll start talking to them and, and, and that'll be the thing, you know, swallowing or even... Uh, finishing inside of someone mm-hmm. if you that's your diet and if you say say you're even allergic to garlic or whatever someone's eating a lot of garlic that actually Dang. is coming out in all the fluids and really yeah so you that kind makes of have so to much sense and you, you don't got think about that coochie now yes, yes. you got a what garlic infused coochie now it's very fragrant <laughs> <laughs> you've been eating garlic i have yeah now my coochie stinks i didn't know Okay. You know what's crazy about that? I've been taking some medicine, and like even some medicine, like your pee will smell like medicine. So, so it makes sense that uh, that other foods can have that reaction Same to your it. body as well. I never yeah. really thought about it until you said it. Well, except people like drink pineapple juice; it'll be sweet. Yeah, that's. And, that's I, I like pineapple juice anyway. Outside of that, <laughs> but um, you are what you eat, and you do taste like and I smell am gas like gas station what you food. Then. <laughs> It is so convenient. Let me get 20 on six and two of them burgers. Okay, let's move on because we're going to stay here forever. Kev, you're too much. Okay, so we're going to go into the that or this, this or that question. Um, That are listener submitted questions, just kind of fun little segment that we have on the podcast. If you're interested in submitting one, you can send them to hello at thelovehour.com. Or if you just have a regular question um, that you would like for us to answer or pose on the podcast, you can submit that also to hello at thelovehour.com. And just as I know, OBGYNs are coming in the month of October so if you have your personal you'll be coming in the month of November <laughs> Ayo. if you have your personal woman type questions they will be my four women only episodes coming in the month of October feel free to send those as well am I off to, in October yeah only four not the whole month though because I wasn't able to get four but okay. probably two or three weeks it'll just I'm be me and the town. OB <laughs> Oh man, I'm going out of town. Okay, here we go. All right. Hello, love you guys. Love the show. We're friends, period. That's funny. Okay, so here it goes. Would you rather stay the age of 30 for the rest of your life or live forever? These are the rules. 
If you choose 30, you only live for five more years. You will be in fantastic health, shape, and be able to amass incredible riches. If you live forever, your health will decline every year as if you were 10 years older. So 35 will feel like 45, 36 will feel like 56, and so on. Ooh, child. Oh, I thought is, she was going to say 46, but she said 56. There will be and you no, live forever? There will be nothing you can do to reverse this effect. No medicine, treatment, or nothing. You can still amass great wealth, but none of it can fix your health. You can go ahead, Dr. Rachel. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. I got a three-year-old. If I'm dead in five years, I mean, she's only eight. Yeah. You know, yeah, I want to be at true. that wedding and but all that. But you can be rich. Gonna, yeah. But nah. you can be rich either way. We, got, oh. we can be rich in love and energy and activities and not and necessarily the, yeah we go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna pick to just age and and stay around forever you know? though well, dr you rachel know, you might have to kill yourself you can't you're oh, gonna be you 688 and live like you're 698 and your daughter gonna be dead or son yeah well you know what i'm just gonna embrace it maybe maybe if i live forever i can have babies forever so that when that those babies but when you older, go to parent conference and you're 700 don't try to convince your kids are gonna be like, her wrong. My, ki- my mom is 700 like yo can you not bring your mom Wait, around she's freaking the do kids you look out. 700 yeah is that part of it well Go and do it. You look good. Go, kid. I will live for five more years. I knew that was going to be his answer. I'm not trying to be old and raggedy. I see. Let me go, fam. I don't want to be super I old. I knew and that gross. was going to be. He's going to do it up for five years, bro. Give him five in fantastic Bali, years, and he's out of here in Ibiza, Barcelona, in Madrid. Ibiza. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I, love it. I ain't rich enough. Uh, but I would not want to be like a hundred and sixty-eight. Like, ah, yuck. Hmm. What do you pick? Because when robots are just going to take over the world anyway, like my whole thing is, you know how hot Earth is going to be in 60 years? We are destroying the planet. My whole thing right now oh, is yeah. being like, oh, bro, that's that somebody else's true. problem. Now I got to live through that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's still true. use plastic straws. I don't care what you environmentalists <laughs> say. I don't like the taste of wet paper in my mouth. Oh, they're the worst. Take, take it up on your own, turtle. <laughs> I don't really care how sea turtles feel about it either. So I, think I don't really I, care about sea turtles, except the one in Finding Nemo. He was. Do funny. you need to lay down on the couch? You are venting. I am. I don't like paper straws. I don't either. That's okay. That's a random rant, but it's facts. You know, some people carry around a nice stainless steel straw. That's really I would do that yeah. on their person. Yeah, yeah. They keep it with them. It's for a those. great alternative because yeah. paper straw sucks. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to live forever, and if I'm going to live forever, I need to be in shape. Because that's what's important to long, healthy lives is being actually healthy. So where can you use to do that? You can use Open Fit. Summer is almost gone, but that doesn't mean you have to give up on your beach body. (laughs) Beach bodies are a thing you can have year round, summer, fall, spring, winter. I think I did that out of order, but you get the idea. You got all four of them. But I got all four. Open Fit takes the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. And I'm going to tell you something, 10 minutes, and they call it like their 600 second workouts. Mm -hmm. That seems so attainable. That seems easy. It's convenient. And when you are busy on the go, and honestly, sometimes just in your mind, you need the all the reasons and excuses to work out because it's so easy to excuse yourself from working out so if you want to talk about i got to leave the house it's in your house you got to travel somewhere you got to go outside it's cold it's wet you could do it in your house all you got to do is get up once you get Mm -hmm. up you don't need a whole bunch of time you need 600 seconds that's it 
That's easy. That's we can commit to that. You can do that. No problem. Anybody can do that. Yeah. Open Fit has changed the way we work out. If you text the code LOVE to 303030, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the Open Fit 30 day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to Open Fit when you text the word LOVE. That's L O V E to 303030. You will get full access to Open Fit, all the workout and nutrition information totally free again just text love that's love. l-o-v-e to 30 30 30 standard message and data rates apply okay so now what we want to do is get straight into the topic and the topic today is how to calm the noise in your brain to facilitate sexual intimacy and i will explain what i mean um i think everyone whether you're a man or woman can or have at times been victim of the noise, the construction site, the the inner dialogue that you have with yourself pre, during, or post-sex. That can be a hint, but more specifically, well, pre and during specifically, um, that can hinder that intimacy mm -hmm. um, with your partner. And I think what happens, or some of the things that like concerns us when that happens could be like, honestly, just like your to-do list. Like yeah. when you start thinking about all the things that you need to do, whether that's laundry, whether that's cooking, whether it's an email you need to send at work, whether it's going to the grocery store, like all of these things get in your mind and your mind, uh, we were actually just having this conversation now I don't remember if we had it during our pre-production meeting or if we just had it during the this or that section, but how interconnected our mind and our bodies are. Yeah. Yeah. And so without, uh, oh, I actually found this quote and it said, I want you can give, give your thoughts on this. Yeah. It said that arousal is not a reflex. It, re it really requires the brain and the body to be communicating with one another. Mm, I love that. And, and I think that's true in a lot of situations and in other ones it's not because sometimes we do have a reflex and, and, I, and ladies don't get to experiment experience it as much as gentlemen do, but a reflex or a cool breeze or... You know, mm -hmm. something just happening, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a response to yeah. it. Yeah, so, that'd be like that too. Yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. but but in terms of oh, yeah. of the mind and the body kind of being connected, think of it like this: like for men, from the minute they get started to they finish, it's a much shorter time than for the average lady. I'm gonna be with you long, so, amen. <laughs> here for a good time, not a long time. Huh? So so it's perfect if you have a little attention deficit, you know, like if you if you can't pay attention and be in the moment for a little while. But for ladies where the experience needs to last a little longer because the way our response cycle goes is it has to build, then it can plateau and it has to build. And if something derails it, it's got to go all the way back down it and plummets. then build back up to where it was before. And so since the that cycle was a good was little like, that, like I, I followed yeah. that. That, <laughs> that, that plateau is also interesting because you think it just builds uh, progressively at the same time. Yes. But knowing that it can plateau and then rebuild, and then rebuild yes. is good to know. Yes. That. And knowing that it can plateau and it can plummet. And then you uh, got to get back up to where that plateau was and then keep going. Yeah, it's a, it's a Donna McClurkin song. <laughs> Which one? We fall down. We but get we back get up back again. up. That's right. Get back up again. <laughs> no, absolutely. And so what happens then is being mindful and staying in the moment actually becomes part of the experience. And what you find, though, is that 
women and gentlemen who are able to be mindful in their day-to-day activities, that actually carries over into intimacy. And so one of the main exercises that we try to teach and advocate for is just starting with just mindfulness where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, so like being in the shower and just, you know, taking a moment to to take in the sounds, the scent of the water, you know, the the, the feel that, that, that the, the mist as it goes in when mm-hmm. you're breathing it. And so as you start to kind of connect with the experience and to figure out how to be in the now, whether it's while you're driving to work in the morning, you know, that type of mindfulness is what starts to carry over when you're in an intimate situation. But if you're antsy and can't sit still in the car, you're, you know, you're doing all these different things, you're in the shower, you don't enjoy that either, you're going for a walk, you, you walk the dog but you didn't notice any roses, mm-hmm. you didn't do any of that, then that carries over into your sexual experience. And so what we find are those antsier people who can't really pay attention and who are doing a bunch of stuff that really does start to play out sexually. And so even if, even if your partner gives you 40 minutes down there or whatever whatever it is that oftentimes you can't stay present enough to that. finish yes because you know your 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 mind is racing so it really <coughs> it's kind of like anything else it has the practice has to start outside of the sure. sexual situation outside first of the bedroom. to kind of carry back over into so you basically the have to do sex training in regular life yes and being mindfulness present, training. Yes. mindfulness training in the hopes of great sex. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, you know, I think we underestimate the power of training and preparation. And so, like, for instance, you know, while we're driving around, ladies should do their Kegel exercises. Gentlemen should do their Kegel it's exercises. It's pronounced Kegel? Yeah. I thought it was Kegel. I've been Kegel. saying Kegel. I've been saying Kegel. Wait, hold up. Men can do Kegels? Oh, yes. For and what? you should. What? Wait, but what's, what's the, the benefit for what's men? What's the benefit so for Kegel? men, longevity. longevity. Uh, uh, I don't want it. Better volume, you know, more of it, all of that. More it's, of it, yeah. This, so, so definitely. I want it to come out like the Kamehameha. Yes, the from Goku. That's right. That's Kamehameha. Right. When Melissa be like, "Whoa, everything it's about too much." Ah, uh, Dad, what's wrong? Nothing, child. I've been doing kegels. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know my own strength. Then Melissa's gonna have the little Dragon Ball Z power readers. He's been. He must have been training. <laughs> His power levels are off the scale. Whoa. I'm sorry, Dr. Rachel. I'm sorry. He shows up in front of company every time. Keep on here. Oh, he goes wild every full time. Form. I can be who I've always been. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I've never heard that ever. Me never, either. ever, ever. And for prostate health too. So there's so many benefits: oh. bladder health, prostate health. How do you for, do that? For, okay, so. Everybody you isolate the muscle. Right? I gotta f- be right. mindful. Hold on, this Everybody, is, this is part of mindfulness. Together. Yeah. Is it in my urethra? Yes. No. So it's pretend you are in the in the bathroom and okay. you're standing there and you're about to go. Someone else walks in and you've decided that you want to hold it real quick, right? Uh-huh. So that same muscle system that you're using to stop your stream right there before it goes, mm-hmm. that's the muscle you want to contract and hold So down. should you feel it in the helmet or at the base? You should feel it at the base. Okay. You should feel it at the base. You should almost I feel, feel like you're winking in the back a little. I ain't winking Ooh, in my okay. booty. That was good. Winking okay. in the back. Yes. Winking in your butt. Did you do it? Yes. I did, did you it. do it, Joshua? Okay. Do so, your Kegels, Joshua, for your prostrate. Now, now this prostate. is a good exercise to see how <laughs> erectile function and how orgasmic mm. function is going to be is if you can if you fu- isolate the muscle and hold it and how many sets should I how, do? how many reps well okay so you want to hold it as long as you can for count of 10 oh, okay. Okay. and do it and then release it I feel like I can't do it and release it so yeah it's a good and, rep. And, and so make sure you're breathing okay. during it too 
Hold it. Greg, really add this should. to our training. Yes. We need to do three reps on the bench and then 30 kegels. <laughs> but what, what you'll find, though, for for women and men sexually who, who practice kegels, within two weeks, if you do these exercises regularly, I'm all over you it. guys are going to notice a difference. And then you'll notice a difference, too, in the way that you experience your orgasmic set. You'll have more control over how quickly you want it to come, how, how more you want to savor it. And you'll have more of the snatch and grab. You know, like you'll be, be able to to control that a little more. We got to yeah. bring Dr. Rachel yes, back. Just, I'm <laughs> a big fan of Snatch and Grab. It has a certain effect on the penis. The penis is like, hey, get off me, but also get on me. I like this. Grab me and let me go. Grab me and let me go. Grab me. If you can time it right. It's perfect for it's the like a little situation. penis hug. I got to go get the kids. I will, you, let's just do this real quick. Snatch, snatch and grab. So as you practice <laughs> yeah. and as we start doing this in traffic and everything. But what if she gets too strong and then she can, and the grab is too strong? I'll be like, ah, get, <laughs> ah, give it, get off. You won't, let me go. It's, it's Velcro. I, literally I, literally I want to get out of here now. <laughs> Let me out. Let me out. Don't get too strong, Liz. Next time I it's see her, she'll strong. have new diamonds. Everything. New diamonds. Everything. I'm getting blinged out. I keep buying her rings. I'm getting blinged out. She'll to be me. like, Dr. Rachel, I got this Change new range Rover. Look at my car. I got a diamond encrusted Mercedes. What is it? I, I've gone poor. I've been on tour for six years. I got to find a way to pay for this. That's so funny. Uh, one, wow. This is really good. I'm, I thought I'm, that was I'm really good. In. I think one of the things that's so um, kind of important that you're saying about this mindfulness is I think about how busy we are. Yeah. Like as Americans, I'll just give this example really quickly. Kevin and I went to Europe last uh, like October yeah. and we were in Italy. Italy. I remember this well. Yes. Venice specifically. Yes. So you know that's how, a little slower than even yes, other parts of Italy. If you've never gone, it's very slow. So the people have are very uh there's no urgency mm-hmm. for yeah. anything right. at all. Like they are just chilling. Okay. So we're and we're literally we're on vacation. We're in Venice. We don't know nobody. No, we ain't got nothing to do. No, no kids. kids. Just me and him. Get them yeah. kids. Okay. They're at Olive Garden. That's as far as close to yeah. Italy as they'll get. <laughs> For real though, you grab more bread in Zappa Toscana, boy. You ain't got no trip. Toscana is by. That's all as close as you go get. When we're here, we're family. Yeah. <laughs> when we're in Italy, we're we're we ain't got no. That you get their whole thing. Okay, so we're in the restaurant and uh, we're finished eating. Yep. And Kevin waves the waiter down and he's like, "Can we get our check, please?" And the guy is like, "Why are you in a rush? Oh, where yeah. are you going?" Yeah. And I literally was like. He's right. We are on vacation. (laughs) We have nothing on our to-do list. There is no meeting scheduled after this. Why are we rushing him to give us our check? We don't have anything to do. Yes, you know, it's just... Stones, it's we had no, and we didn't dark. even realize we were rushing. It yes. didn't feel like we were rushing. Yes. He was like, "You guys just got here." Oh. He and he also set the table really slow. Yes, they're yeah. not in a rush at all, at and you all. feel like, "Bro, I'm hungry." Yes. Food, and eat, I think leave. that is yes. the um, the enemy to mindfulness because mm-hmm. mindfulness is really slowing down. Mm-hmm. Yes, and experiencing whatever is happening at that moment, experiencing it and letting it kind of pass through you. And acknowledging it and letting it pass. So, like, even even when you're in the sexual situation, it's like, okay, the scent, the smell. We're breathing together. It's really just kind of being as present as you possibly can for those few minutes that you're there and acknowledging it and enjoying it for what it is. And 
<coughs> savoring every touch, every feel, every scent, every giggle, all of that. And what you find is that if you can be more present like that, not only do the experiences have this heightened thing, because, you know, after you've been together with someone for a really long time, you really want to tap into those ways to have these heightened sensory experiences. <laughs> and being mindful and being present is the first, the first biggest thing to tap it into that. You know what's funny? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, Liz. One time, this is a while ago, maybe even a year ago, I was walking to... Uh, I dropped my car off to get washed and I was walking to get back. I was just trying to sneak some exercise in. And I, I was like, man, I'm going to just walk down the street without my phone and just like look around. And if it, it felt like the world was like more clear, sure. like I was just like, man, I because now I we all but probably me more than most people. I'm always on the Internet looking for something to make a video about yes. checking the trends or whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to walk down the street. And then the birds were chirping loud. I could feel like the wind yeah. blowing. And I, it was so um, not surreal. It was so unusual that it was almost uncomfortable. Sure. Like I feel like I'm always needing to check an email, check a call, see if the boy check in on this, do this, call my mom. Like I don't just be like present. Yeah. You know, like meditating. Mm -hmm. I meditated um, a couple times back in my old company all day, and it would be so hard to like. Oh, uh, the the person would be like, all right, clear your mind of any thoughts, mm -hmm. and I would be listening. Okay, no thoughts, thoughts, but that is a thought. Is this, <laughs> And that can be stressful. That That'll is. pull you out of the like trying to force yourself to get into the moment, but like overly actively thinking about trying to get into the moment yes. can take you out of the moment. I don't know if that makes sense, but where you're like, it okay, totally clear your mind, clear your mind, clear your mind. Is, is my mind like clear? clear? I'm not quite sure if my mind yeah. is clear. If I'm thinking about clearing my mind, does that make my mind clear? No, that can't. That be happened clear to mind. me the like, entire session. That's okay. So and like, do you guys feel better? I was like, I feel worse. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm confused. Mentally, I never even got to clear my mind one time. What they should have told you to do is focus on your breathing and the sounds of your breathing mm. and, the, and the intake, because then that becomes the distraction you need to drown out you your voice. This. So even even in a sexual situation. Listening to your breathing, focusing on your breathing, making sure you're breathing, you know, hearing the sounds, you know, focusing on the sounds. Really what you have to do to kind of turn it, turn those automatic thoughts off is to kind of focus on something that you're doing. That's you know what? Like, okay, so yeah. I got LASIK. Um, oh. Uh, I was going to say LASIK training. Uh, surgery, surgery. Yeah, yes. a couple weeks ago. And she was telling me to relax my eyes because they needed, before they were taking pictures, yes. right? So... And she kept taking the picture and she's like, you're not relaxing your eyes enough. She's like, relax. I'm like, I'm, I'm relaxed. Just telling me I'm relaxed is not, you know. So she's like, okay, do this. Tap your foot 10 times. Just tap your foot. And I was like, okay. And she took the picture and she was like, perfect. And I was like, what? What happened? She was like, oh, it's a little trick we do. If you teach your mind to do something else, if you focus on something else, you'll end up relaxing. Hold on, I have an activity yes, I want us to do, but before we go there, and we're gonna talk about distractions, food is always a distraction. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a distraction to all of the things that you wanna do, like your weight loss okay. goals. So, uh, so food is always a distraction to help you make better choices, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, we want to tell you about Green Chef. What is Green Chef? Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Mm. As you know, Kevin and I are huge fans of date nights, and date nights can be a great precursor to all the mindfulness activities. Date nights before late nights. Yeah, Kev, that was cute. Oh 
so what you can do, husbands especially, if maybe you're not the cooking type, is order yourself up a little green chef activity and make that your date night in plans for you and your spouse. They are so great because they offer um, step-by-step instructions, pictures, chef tips. So even if you are not the most keen on cooking, they make this pretty much dummy proof. Kevin and I recently had the balanced living meatloaf with rosemary ketchup meal. I love Mm -hmm. uh, meatloaf and any type of sauce on top of it is fantastic. Um, All the meals are pre-measured, perfectly portioned, mostly prep, and they don't skip out on flavor. That's important. Green Chef expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle and they offer something for everyone. Meal plans include keto, paleo, balanced living, and plant-based powered so no matter where you are in your journey they have something for you plan your next date night in now with green chef for a total of 75 dollars off that's 25 dollars each of your first three boxes go to greenchef.com slash love hour 75 again that's greenchef.com slash love hour 75 it's always funny when the guests don't know that I respond with a code. They're oh, always like, oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that I want to tell you about, of course, is Bloom. As you guys know, I am a huge proponent of Bloom. I do have acne-prone skin. It is the bane of my existence. Is it bane of my existence? Mm-hmm. Okay. The bane of my existence. And oh, so I do use Meltdown. <laughs> it is a powerful... Bless you. <clears throat> I do use Meltdown. It is a powerful blend of natural ingredients that take down pimples overnight. Mm-hmm. And it does not contain harsh chemicals, no benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, sulfates, or parabens. It's vegan and cruelty-free, and it's pregnancy safe. This is great because um, I really like my skin to be like glowy and like nice. And sometimes when you use, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you use a lot of um, acne medication, it can dry Dry out your skin and it can strip your skins of those really good natural oils. And this won't do that. Check out Bloom for other safe, sustainable self-care products, including face wash, deodorant, and organic pads and tampons. Right now, our listeners will get 25% off and free shipping when you text OUR to 79 This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else, and you support the Love Hour when you support our sponsors. So text OUR, that's H-O-U-R, to 797979 to get 25% off Meltdown Blemish Treatment by Bloom. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. Again, that's OUR, H-O-U-R, to 797979. Okay, so since we're on this, like, sensory moment, what I want can you walk us through like how to like to be more present and mindful sure do, okay, let's I don't do know. it okay let's do it okay so if you're listening to this or watching you can follow along with us because yes. I think I think all of us can take um could use the practice of like clearing our minds and taking a moment like literally because even when you were just talking about um yeah, allowing the moment like acknowledge the moment mm-hmm. and then allowing it to pass through you yeah. i feel like i would get so anxious because i feel like i need to be moving on to the next thing mm-hmm. so learning to just slow down is like i feel so that's a skill that is, that is a skill and I, and I think part of learning how to slow down 
it means that you have to acknowledge the fact that if you slow down, nobody's going to die. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, no. There's going to be no major consequences for it. You know, you kind of control in control of your own life. You guys are really in control of your own life, so you really have no reason. I don't feel in control, Doctor Rachel. Yeah, but y'all are. I, I mean, you guys like have figured it out. And I yes. think that feeling, especially in L.A., you yeah. constantly feel like you need to be on the grind and you're always going. Sure. And so you feel like I can't waste time because it I feels can. like a waste. Let but you really do need those moments. You. Yes, you need. The, and you guys deserve those moments. Come Let me on, tell you something. Us. You guys are a black owned company, right? Yes. And we all have stereotypes about black owned companies, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like my practice, you got to wait an hour before you see the doctor. You know, like there's always something. But let me tell you something. You guys are like the well-oiled machine. You handle everything on such a professional oh, level. You. you know, you guys are putting great content out there. You're changing lives. You're inspiring people. Shoot. <laughs> we deserve <laughs> this deserve moment, Liz. I mean, you just, deserve all this just, time. Dr. I'm Rachel. so serious. Like, we do have a little so company. We want to be professional. You. We had a staff meeting yesterday. You guys are like. very progressive. <laughs> I mean, the bomb so you really have to acknowledge and and so for those of you who are out there you got to acknowledge it even the tiniest little victories mm-hmm. you've got to pat yourself on the back for it and it starts there mm-hmm. because if you can acknowledge the great stuff that you've put into the universe and that you're out there then it makes it much easier to relax and understand that you deserve some time to <clears throat> unplug yes so first step of kind of unplugging and being present is to kind of close your eyes okay. and just acknowledge your body, you know, feel your weight in the chair, feel your feet pressing on the floor and feel your hands on your thighs. Taking a deep breath and let it out. Another deep breath in and let it out. As you let the breath out, Acknowledge the fact that your back muscles have relaxed. Acknowledge the fact that your hands, your fingers, that you can feel them and they're starting to become lighter. Acknowledge the fact that you can feel your butt sitting and resting on the chair as you take deep breaths in and let it out. Focus on the sound of your breathing as you go in and as you go out. Any thoughts that you have that pop in your head, go ahead and acknowledge that they're there and let them go. Deep breath in and deep breath out. As you exhale, those thoughts that are coming in your head, let those go with your breath. Start to feel your abdominal muscles. As you take a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. You're still letting those thoughts of the day, your to-do list come in and out like a breath. And so with this process, you're sitting here, and this is only for five minutes. You can either record yourself listening to yourself. You can either record body scans. Like If you Google body scan anywhere, it's a matter of kind of reading those things, having your favorite voice listen to it, and kind of just going through these body scans over and over again. We use the body scan particularly for 
people who have hang-ups with their body, who have hang-ups with sexual tension, because what the body scan allows you to do is particularly we would go through the exercise, and as you're doing that, you start to acknowledge your genital area as you're breathing. You start to, as you're breathing in and letting it go, you're actually contracting and releasing those same muscles we talked about earlier with the Kegel exercises. What you'll notice as you clench and release, everything starts to feel more relaxed. Clench and release. As you're doing that with the muscles progressively throughout your body, you're becoming more and more relaxed. You could, and, and this is only for two to five minutes a day. And what you'll start to notice is it makes it easier for you to experience traffic, for you to experience showers, for you to experience walks in a different way than you have before. Just by staying present, taking deep breaths, and letting the thoughts pass out as you breathe out. Yeah. Thanks. That was great. That was great. How oh, do you good. feel, Kev? It feels quieter. It does feel quieter. All right. Okay. I'm so a child though, because when she said "but," I was like, hey, "But." <laughs> <laughs> I noticed I could hear much Me too. more what was outside. Right? Like this room became super quiet, and, and then the passing cars yeah, became super loud. Yeah. And the I clink, should do that clink. more often. I feel I way do. more relaxed. I do too. Me yeah. and Melissa talk about this all the time. We just be like tensed up. Yeah. You know, she she's she says it more like. Okay, relax your shoulders, Melissa. And I realize like I'm always just oh, ready to fire like up on somebody. You know, like your teeth are gritty and, and and I don't it's like a resting position. Sure. And I don't realize that. And you don't that even you're realize it. that you're doing it. Yeah, like why am I so tense? Mm -hmm. You know? Well, you guys got stuff. You know, you got yeah. stuff and you're doing stuff and you're constantly, you know, your business requires that you're on the, on the thing that we know, you know, is a distraction. Yes. But at the same time, I mean, you guys seem to really be balancing it. No, and if not. you just infuse a little bit more of mindfulness into I love it, it, it's going to be a totally different process. And then if we stop eating at 7-Eleven, that's going to help. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I, okay, I have one last thing that I wanted. This was so good. Like, thank you so much. Oh, it, cool. it took a turn, but I honestly think that it was... Um, what was needed because we often, I always say this, we always go straight to like the bedroom, yeah. not realizing that a lot of these things you have to do and practice outside of the bedroom to even talk about. You're like a the, whole, it's like the whole person of you. Yes. It's not just like a, yeah. it's not like a light switch you can flick on for your sex. Like, oh, for men, it's it's more like that. Yeah. But for women, it's definitely not like Def that. Like, oh, the, the light's on, let's have the sex. Sure. Um, sexuality is more of a holistic, integrative type of thing. It's what we're thinking, it's what we're feeling, it's what we ate, it's whether we argued, it's whether the trash mm -hmm. was taken out. It's what, you know, it's all of these things. Mm -hmm. It's how we feel. Do we feel cute today? Do I need to get my hair done? So true. You know, my eyebrows done. All of that, I think about that all swirls into I figured you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My beard is not as glorious as it could be. Where is it shine? <laughs> so can we talk about the body image thing for just yeah. a moment? Like how as um, men or women, because yes. you can have body images. Oh, I definitely have body image issues. How definitely. do you get out or what are strategies that you can um, get out of your own head? Because you know what? You just get caught up in that narrative. You if you're thinking about, is he touching my role? Is he touching uh -huh. this? Does my booty look good? Does my booty look flat? Is this, you know what I mean? Yep. You just let me leave my shirt on. Yeah, all of that. Dimples, mm -hmm. whatever. Stretch mark, like we, yeah. there's 101 million things we can talk about. So how can you, um, or what are 
uh, strategies yeah. to help yourself get like in that moment. I don't know if you can like do the breathe. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Sure. So I think what that does it to it starts before because we have to think about it that the sexiest thing, the sexiest thing, you know, like a guy can be 300 pounds and what will be sexy about the guy is his confidence about it. Mm-hmm. He's going to smack his belly. You know, he's going to walk around. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, he's just lets it all hang out. Right. And what we don't realize as women is it's the exact same thing that if you are confident with whatever you got, that's the sexy that's the sexy part about it Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know yeah Lizzo is sexy as heck and what makes her so sexy it's because she's so confident confident. she's she's not going to hesitate to to grab or smack or and she took a DNA test Kim I was just about to say that 100% you know I was just about to say that (laughs) right so so it, it has to kind of start there too with with just being confident enough to recognize that whatever you've got that you're working with, I mean, it's kind of like when you go to the beach and you got your bathing suit on and you like take that deep breath I and you're like, I breath. can either hide, man, let me tell you, or what. I can walk around and with just the I on and don't hang out. I do not believe right. in shirted beach stuff. Okay. Wherever my body's at, <laughs> see, I'm out. That's confident. So, yeah, Melissa, um, she doesn't have that same thought. I and don't. it's crazy because. I, I tell we talk about as, this all the time. As perfect as your mm-hmm. wife is, nah, nobody feels like even my nobody boy who's like, like a bodybuilder. Yeah. He even be like, man, I, I I should be bulky a little more. And he's literally like, you can see the striations in his chest oh, muscle. Sure. And he'll and do like, those push ups before yes. you goes. I'm like, there, bro, yeah. what you win? You have everything. <laughs> But no, but you're it's a it's a personal thing. It is. There's people at the beach. I remember I was in Hawaii. Me and Melissa, first time we ever went there, mm-hmm. and I was like a little more conscious than usual. And then these people were big, three hundred, four hundred, just chilling. I'm like, okay, if Definitely. he can be a if dude's butt crack was out, yes, and he was chilling. You, you go to the nudist beach. It's not a whole bunch of Man, sexy cut up. Let me tell you uh, what. Exercised up people on our honeymoon. <laughs> we didn't know. We we. I don't know how oblivious you can be this oblivious. We went to San Francisco during Pride Week. Oh, okay. we sure And we did. could not check into our hotel till like four o'clock and it was like 11 o'clock. So we're like, oh, we'll just drop our bags and so go walk true. around. We saw it was naked central. It was uh, gay flags yes. and old, old naked, old saggy, <laughs> flappy. So true. The penis was it was shriveled up. <laughs> the inventors of the gay flag I yeah, mean, were out j- there. And yeah. everybody was like, the people that you think like on the ESPN, the body issue, yeah. like, oh, of course you'd be naked. You're a freaking yeah, you're finely yeah. tuned athletic machine. Yeah. It wasn't those people. Right. It was accountant bodies, yes. janitor bodies, <laughs> just regular. Accountant. More people look regular than look like the the body image that we desire. Oh, right. definitely. Like ESPN, the body and the people on magazines, that is the smallest percentage of people and also airbrush and Photoshop. Definitely. Yes. More people look like me. Well, you, and you know, you know what? Where it starts, though, where that confidence starts is you've got to even even though you have kids and stuff, close the door, start walking around naked. Oh, you know? people say start, that. Start I be experiencing naked. It. Yes, there you go. That's where it starts. You know, Liz. Yes, That's I, do. I don't believe in clothing. Yeah. And my kids are getting older. I listen. <laughs> Does the mortgage come to my name? <laughs> yeah. I be balls out. Don't come in my room. You don't want to see balls. The best is when they're like, what? What is happening? That's what you can be one day, son. You keep drinking your milk and eating your quinoa. I know you don't feel like you could get to this point at this time of your life. They be coming in the room like, daddy, is this my room or yours? 
Hashtag I ain't goals. in your room. Yeah, I'm in my room. I'll be butthole naked. Thank you. Sir. I like the fan to blow in my butt. Yeah. It'd be like, whoo. But see, that helps build his confidence <laughs> with it. it. So sitting around. I'm more confident naked, naked than with clothes on. Yeah. Walking around naked, all of that. And then I always say, get a skinny mirror. You know, like get a, get a mirror, a skinny mirror or a fat mirror. If you want to be thicker, get a mirror that makes you look thicker. That's what I mean. If you want a skinny mirror, get one that look, makes you look skinny. I got a skinny mirror at the crib. So I leave thinking I look one way and probably don't. So it's like, it's lie like, to yourself. Yeah. Lie to you until yeah, you believe it's a, it. It's an optical illusion, right? So whatever it takes to get you there and to get your confidence where it needs to be, because it, good, great sex really starts with confidence. Because if you, you know, if you're like, oh God, I hope he doesn't see that. Oh, this is sagging and all of that. That's stripping away at our mindfulness. And so really that's stripping away at our mindfulness. Yes, spending a little energy, getting getting that confidence up outside of the bedroom. Then you bring that stuff back in. And it's you know what's so better. weird about this? I don't know if this was taught to me or I just developed this. I thought me and Melissa talked about this a lot. I always thought it's my responsibility for her sexual experience. Mm. Maybe I took it from TV and media. That's I've nice. got to make you feel this no, way. And remember she was saying uh, a couple of weeks ago, she was like, Kevin, I don't oh. want you to own my sexuality. It is my responsibility. And the, all you're saying is it's it's it starts with you, yeah. the person first. Before I can be intimate with you, I really gotta be intimate and knowledgeable of myself and have that, conf- that inner confidence that I can't give her it, and it she can't part. give me. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's gotta absolutely. be self you know, like, I can't get Melissa out of her own mind. She can't get me out of my own mind. No, I have right. to do my, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I don't think that's, I was taught that or ever thought that in regards to marriage, uh, how much of our sexuality is personal. Mm-hmm. It seems like it should be all interconnected. And if we're not connected, but it seems like from what you're saying, if I'm not, if I'm not connected with myself, then yeah, even definitely. if we are connected as a couple, but if I ain't feeling my own self, then I have to do that own personal work. Absolutely. Do the work. And and, the, and there's, the there's nothing more, um, you're not annoying, I shouldn't use that word, but nothing more frustrating than when you have a partner and say maybe once you had three orgasms at one time or, or someone else did. And so now they're trying to subject that that on you. And yeah. so it's unrealistic expectations. There's a lot of unrealistic expectations when it comes to sex. Yes. Really, you've got to kind of approach it without any expectations. You just got to let it be let, what it is. Let it be I've what had it to is. do that because sometimes we, we have, have crazy orgasm, great sex experiences. Yes. We don't have to do any of that. But here, listen, I I want to talk to you about something. (laughs) Why do we feel, I feel, people, not me, maybe me, other people (laughs) could. A friend, I am me, people. (laughs) Why do people feel it's me, I am people? We feel so personally responsible for that person's sexual experience. Like, if you don't have an orgasm, then I failed. I I usually go three flicks up with the tongue, (laughs) and then I go around. But, you know, I was off my game today. I went went around first, and I'm all, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, And and what you just said was important. Like, it doesn't have to be anything more than what it is. No, that's right. And as a matter of fact, it shouldn't be any more than what it is. That's way too much pressure on your partner for you to expect for them to, you know, for him to explode and for her to explode all of the time because that's that's not how it should go. And as a matter of fact, what we can do is talk a little bit about the brain chemistry of what even happens when you do have an eruption like that. So it's just not necessary. Sex is more about the experience, savoring it, looking forward to the next time. If so many people focus on right then and there, but if you overdo it and outstay your welcome and all of that <laughs> today, well, then she or he isn't really going to want to do it again for another That's month. That's true. It's yeah. weird to get out of it, though. If, you're, if you feel like it's not about to happen, then you're just like, 
All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no, uh, there's no unawkward way to be like, because you both know you're like, you know what, eh? I just don't feel like today's my day. You know what I mean? Like, well. I, all right, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and get up out your way, man. I ain't going <laughs> to. I want to talk really quickly about that. I think the expectation of orgasm, um, the, and I was telling Kevin this actually, that sex, okay, before we get there, because I got so many things I want to say, I really quickly want to say that it is important to love yourself at the stage that you're in. Um, but also, if you want to work towards something, a different outcome, then we have tools to do that as well, such as Noom. Noom is great because it helps you not only on the outside, but it helps you on the inside. It helps change your mentality. And when you feel better about yourself, if you um, yeah, will feel better about yourself, you will treat yourself better. Mm-hmm. You will feel like you deserve to work out versus you deserve the um, the cheeseburger. True. That's true. Say yes. Yes. And also with Noom, the thing I love is there's no such thing as a bad food. Mm. That I feel like even your health is so much of your mind. Like you punish. Oh, I missed. Especially for me. I make one mistake. Mm -hmm. Eat one thing bad. I'm I'm bad. Like Uh I came in. Josh and Serena were in here last week. Greg was out of town. He was my trainer. And he'd be making me feel guilty. He was out of town. So I went to McDonald's. And I came in and I saw Josh and Serena. I was like, you shut your mouth and don't you say anything about this. (laughs) I'm eating this and you shut up. They're like, all right, all right. But it's because I'm like, I shouldn't be eating this. Yeah. Oh man, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I like the, the Doing that mind-body alignment is like so key and realizing to accomplishing so many things in your life. Um, plus what's great about Noom is that they also offer goal specialists and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable at what it's like and it's like a workout bestie all in one place, which is great. You always need that accountability partner to help keep you motivated. Kev needs one when Greg is out of town. If Greg's out of town, I'm out of town. New, right, exactly. Noom You're is at really, home, mind your business. Noom is really amazing because of the ease and convenience of the app. Another reason I love Noom is that it encourages you, it doesn't shame you, it knows you are human. That's great. Uh, Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Cor- Noom is not a diet. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. We are all strapped for time. Noom makes it easy by committing to just 10 minutes a day and you're going to do it for you because you deserve it. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash love hour. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash love hour to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash love hour. The last weight loss program you'll ever need. Um, So you don't have to orgasm every time. Yes. No. Sex feels good whether you come or not. Yeah, exactly. And I think that ancient cultures really, they were on to something like that. You know, like when you think about ancient Chinese traditions or even some cultures that still exist, they savor their orgasm or their uh, their e their e-experience. Is that what they call it? Well, I'll call it that for guys. And I know we got sponsors. So we'll call it the e-experience and the o-experience. Gotcha. Oh. The ej experience. I was like, man, I was was searching for words. The the explosion or the eruption, whatever you want to call it. A lot of cultures teach you to savor that and really only use it in special occasions and so on and so forth. Oh, what? And and what what we know about it, though, is that what happens is as soon as you have your EJ experience, mm-hmm. what tends to happen is your dopamine levels actually plummet. 
Yeah. And so you kind of all of a sudden become very disinterested. Refractory in, period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can call it a refractory yeah. period, but really what it kind of is, is just like you're, and we see it in, in lab rats. We see it in uh, most mammal species is if they have sex to the ultimate moment mm -hmm. with their partner and then they experience that moment, it takes uh, like in, in lab rats, it'll take like 15 days before they're really craving it again with that partner in the same way. Really? And the anecdote with, to it, to getting them as excited as they were before that, is to reintroduce another female uh, into the situation. Now you and got so, rats cheating on each other? Yes. Master Splinter out there yes. with somebody else, and you're supposed to be raising them four little turtles by yourself, yes. and you stepping out on uh, Mistress Splinter. Yes, so he can't even get as excited as he had been because he had that moment with that same female rat. Okay, now so, no, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm, I'm going to hold you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold you because I don't want Melissa getting no ideas, yeah. and I don't want myself getting no ideas. What, your penis will still be hard though well, after well, this, this is the thing so if you savor the experience and not necessarily race towards that or race towards that then you might decide you want to do it everybody might decide they want to do it again tomorrow because mm. what happens is that experience what we know as great as it is for that moment it's not necessarily building you up to want to do it again and again and again the next day and the next day it actually subtracts from this is, so you've done this like you guys have gone out of town right and this happens to be a, a vacation where you guys just decide well I'm gonna stay let's just stay in the room and just do as much as we possibly can mm -hmm. right but what happens at the end of it is you guys are a little more tired of each other than you should have been yeah. because you just kind of like and, and what we know from that is what's happening in the brain is the dopamine levels, which fuels passion and excitement and, yeah. you know, let's do this and let's connect, actually plummets all the way down so that you're just, it's just kind of like eh. going to, 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 your, to maestros every day for like two yeah. weeks. So the idea is that every now and then you just want to experience each other and have intimate moments without worrying about that part because that part is the thing that makes it so that how come we're not how come we haven't had sex in three weeks how come we have that's why because what we've done is one of us has overstayed our welcome so if you both are kind of on the same page and both are looking forward to it mm -hmm. and both anticipating it then it's not necessarily as much of a chore and so what you should do is practice it try it try it and see if she wants to have sex more. Like Try not having sex? Yeah, no, try having sex more without necessarily going for the EJ. I like it. And I know you do. I want to have I know it. you do, but see how it how it affects what happens with the two of you. Just try it. Try it for two weeks. I like this to. idea because yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna no, no, I'm gonna no. take your advice into <laughs> consideration <laughs> when I do what I want to do. <laughs> Which is not that. I can't imagine because I would be sleeping like oh, I cannot, but I still strong. But, but you're looking forward to the moment tomorrow morning, maybe when she's and it builds that anticipation. It builds that anticipation. That. So you tease a little bit more. Tease a little bit Don't more. Don't you tease? Te tease throughout the day a little more. So you know, she's all in on it. Yes. So one thing that I can attest to, when I have a an extended road trip, or I don't see Melissa because of work for three days, five days, 10 days, whatever it is, when we do finally oh, get back together, yes. it'd be like, I missed you so much. Yes. Like not only the sex, but especially the sex, yes. it'd be so much more stronger. Sure. Because it's like, 
I feel like if you do really actually take some time, you are allowed to miss each other. Yes. Another thing, maybe I didn't even think about this list. Now, over the last closing it on a year, mm-hmm. we've worked much more closely together. Mm-hmm. So we haven't even had like you go to work, I go to work. Ah, mm-hmm. we are in the same house for the most part, or on the road together. So it's like it's both very comforting, but there's not a chance to miss each other as much so does that affect our sex life oh it totally does like if you notice you know Jay-Z and Beyonce they go on tour together now and they do you know they mm-hmm. trust you and, and that's probably might because cheat she, if she's he, trying to keep him from yeah. cheating is he like ah I, you were away from me <laughs> <laughs> Becky where are you right 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 <laughs> but but the flip side of that is that what we want with our dopamine levels to go up is we want mystery we want anticipation mm. we want to look forward to mm. it we want to miss it we want and so if you never apart from your person then you never get a chance to feel that and so it kind of dampens the passion a little bit so what's nice about when you're traveling and when you're mm-hmm. gone and you guys get back together and you guys trust each other and you know that there's no you know there, there's none of that there is that you know you get the chance to kind of flirt through text messages yep. you get a chance to build on that and they better be strong when you come it. back because otherwise you've been let cheating. me tell you why all of this makes so much sense to me in this moment is because you're i'm starting to think about when you are kids and you're dating when you're newly together and you're able to not only it becomes anticipation and that anticipation becomes desire yeah and so when you're constantly in something that's constantly don't worry probably uh-huh. Oh, sorry, Trees. Come on in, y'all. We rolling. Hey, Hello. Y'all. Hello. Yes. These are our friends. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. Girl, we can hear you. We still rolling on this side. <laughs> what is the... Oh. Hey, Grace. How's your mama bitch? You all right? How's the baby? <laughs> Um, one of the things that happens when you are to get or no 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 that's not what i was gonna say what i was gonna say is desire is often brought about by the absence yes and so when something is constantly available to you you don't have an opportunity to like build that desire build that anticipation and so it correlates to that dopamine levels like i'm having like a full revelation here and so i understand like the tease because that's what again teasing is like you go up, you plateau, you go up, you yeah. go down, you go. And eventually you get to your point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I need it now. Yes. That's that desire. Yes. I'm and I just got it. You just got it. Which, which, right which is why like, um, you know, like even Tomorrow. people talk about catfish. How can you get catfish? How can people fall in love with people they don't see? How can it's the mystery? Mm. It's the absence. It's, it's the something you filling secretly in the desire. Blank. Yes, absolutely. And it. then it, it becomes even more passionate than it was before. And actually, I did a YouTube on dopamine and passion and desire, so we can drop it in the, I the comments below. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the yes. description box below. That was yes. so good. Oh, Take yes. it off. Kev, did you have anything else? Yes, I want to have sex with you, but also not have sex with you for a long time <laughs> so I can have the harder sex. Do I want you? Do I not? I don't know. Find out next time. And you know what's funny? Dragon Sex Z. That's so funny. What's <laughs> funny is that um, I'm also getting this revelation that I'm going to stop. Yes. You are almost talking about the difference between, um, I just read this book by Emily Nagowski called Come As You Are, and she talks about the difference between desire and arousal. Yes. And that's kind of what you're talking mm-hmm. about, especially when you were just, when we were talking about for women that it's a little bit harder to get there and get your mind there. But 
if you have the desire, it's so much easier. I mean, you can use like lube and a lot of other stuff to get your body to like follow. Lube's but good. you need your mind to be like, I want this. But also if you yes. don't have that, lube will make sure. No, but desire is different. Desire is your mind. But lube is okay and also scientifically, sometimes where your hormones where you are in your cycle, even if you have desire, lube can be there. He All I'm saying is such an expert on stuff that he don't know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, it's a toss up off the backboard. You catch it? Liquid gold. Liquid gold. Yeah, we, everybody should Only have Only good... behind breast milk, though. <laughs> okay, that's right. I tasted breast milk one time. Breast milk is liquid gold. That's right. It was that's nice. right. That's right. <laughs> was that's sweet. liquid platinum. Yes. We're giving, okay, we're giving we platinum yeah. status, yeah. right? That's my branium. Adamantium. Uh, <laughs> I think that this was like so good and like really. How do you make women squirt? Is that. Everybody can squirt or some people can't. Well, now, if you're a lady who's never had an orgasm before, it's going to take a little bit more for you to squirt. I won't say you'll never do it, but, you know, the chances are less likely. But what happens when someone is squirting is actually the periurethral glands. Oh, that periurethral. Yes, they they Mm -hmm. are on the sides of the urethral. I was going to say peri meaning around or about. Yes, exactly. Right. Flanking the sides. Uh As... A, a lady is stimulated um, on the roof of her vagina. So, like, kind of, if, if she's on her back and you were going in curled up to the top. Is that where the G-spot is, right behind that, that, that corridor? Yes, that that is the area. You got to go in and... In, in, I saw a video on yes, it. Yes, and if you're, if you're penetrating and stroking in that direction, what that does is it causes the periurethral glands to fill up with fluid. Mm-hmm. And then when there's the orgasmic experience, now Everything it's propulsing go. that What fluid. is in that fluid? So I was about to say, so is yes. it pee or not? That's what everybody but, wants well, to know. You know, so the periurethral glands are right next to the urethra. So there's always going to be a little bit of pee in there. So it's, it might have a little pee smell, but it's not pee. Got you. It is def- it, it's, it's, it's more of like protein and sugar. Like vaginal fluid. Sure. It ain't necessarily pee, but it got it. It's a ram. It's, it's going to have It's a like the LaCroix of pee. It yeah. ain't really pee. It's just a hint. <laughs> It's just a hint of pee. It ain't really pee. It's just a, it's like a dash of it. It's like pee blew on, pee just blew around there. So like, hey, smell like little pee. It's, a, it's just a dash. Because as you're stimulating on the roof, the bladder is right above where you're stimulating too. So it's a whole, they're so like, they're so sharing rooms in there. Of, yeah, you're going to have a dormitory. little, little leakage just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. See oh. what it tastes like. <laughs> also, so the G-spot. Mm-hmm. So here's the the vulva. Yes. Okay. Now the you, clo- this is you've been using okay. this word vulva. almost every week since yes. you know now this vulva. Yes. So the vulva's here. Yes. You got the the labia majora minora. Yes. Come okay. on here. Clitoral hood. Come on. You gotta. Yes. You gotta be up on that. Yes, but you gotta also realize that that's just a little small section of the clitoris. Yeah. The clitoris actually extends that's into right. the walls. It of almost the looks like almost a wishbone. Like, yes. Exactly. Li- yes. It's, it's about a three inch long structure right you know? so that's why you touch the sides I mean, like, oh I like the sides right well and that's why the roof is so sensitive is because the fibers of the of the clitoris is kind of what makes up that g-spot area is because so it's not like a literal fibers it's more there. of a how do I say this it's not like a like a thing you could touch like not, it's not it, a spot it's not a, it's more it's like more an like area an where they all things work together for the good yes Yes, okay. that extends into the walls. That's why, you know, when you when you were a kid and even when you're dancing, kind of grinding on each other now, why why that area feels so nice just to have pressure like on it. Like the mons pubis? Yes, because yeah. the clitoral fibers kind of extend. Okay, because in the video so I was watching, it's like, you, it's like very specific, like you got to go under here and then pull back. 
mm-hmm. and do that. But if you don't know, that feels weird. Yeah, and everybody's everybody's system is a little different. So mm. the best thing is to kind of oh. get to know where your own partners is or where your own is. And so you can practice and find your Some own. Some people got the PS4, other people got Xbox, but the system still play the same game. <laughs> Dude, I have PS1. That's the thing about sex that people really underestimate. It is personal. It is personal. So, personal. so even if you were like, Everybody. great, that's part of this the reason part's I hate videos yes. sometimes. Yeah. Even the instructional ones, because that's your vulva, man. Yeah, you don't right, know that's mine. Right. And that's, right. that's the you don't know man. piece that I feel like women have to be informed about. It's a three-inch structure. This is what it looks like. Now go go find find go. your own yes. way. Yes, yes, yes. Get your yes, own yes. yellow big road. Absolutely, absolutely. It's very. Any specific. other questions, Kevin? Since we are in sex ed right now, when you lick that little part between the butt <laughs> and the vagina, you know that little area yeah. that feels good, huh? Yes, that does for both men and women. <laughs> oh, let me tell you what. Yes, we're about. To I love that little part. Yes, yes, Miss yes. Would be yes. like, I'll be like, okay, what? thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much that, for joining us. You know when the, the pilot the pressed the ejection button? Actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd so be that, like, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> This is so much fun. You Listen, guys are great. Men, men, I'm going to tell you what. This for the men in the love hour. Men always feel a way about liking what they like because we always feel like it ain't manly. Yeah. There's so much stigma about that. That You feel like they feel like that's the, this is probably the one incongruence I can agree to, Liz. Feeling something good in your body, but feeling like as a man, I should not like that. I, I love so then that you, you tell yourself that. you don't like that, but you do. Yeah. Then you just be like, I want her to do that, but I ain't no Mark, huh? Right. But I do like when she do that. It's like tickling, not my booty, but near the booty. And and you know what? You'd be surprised at how much infidelity that one piece causes. Because little, what he, that piece he, of your body? No, he's afraid to oh, tell his part. wife right. what so he really can. wants. And so th- this other that person is super easy. Because and you're so a stranger out of you're your, a stranger. I, I don't even know you, or you, that's just what you do. Mm. And so it doesn't that even give sense. her the 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 potential or the ability to even know. There's no like, judgment. How would I have known? Yeah, that you even wanted that if you never said it. So mm, this, that this was is great, good. man. This was fun. Y'all. Thank you. One thing I really want to work on is, I feel like you got to switch it up. I don't want to make you um, just oral sex is great mm-hmm. I like it it's mm-hmm. okay. very high on my list right. of things to do <laughs> to do but or to receive more to do to do yes I'd be great. feeling like the man yes, yes when yes. I when I when I do great and Melissa be like whoa I'd be like you could tell everybody <laughs> you could tell everybody <laughs> but listen one thing I want to understand is how I, I feel like especially when you're together for a long time yes. this is the one thing that I, I uh, you better have a real question no I do it is a real question one thing that you have to do is you you have to fi- I feel like and maybe you don't but I feel like you have to find different ways to bring that uh, situation to fruition other than the same thing because otherwise you feel like okay I can only make you finish this way or maybe I'm, this is me retraining myself that you don't always have to orgasm right. but I be feeling like man maybe if you I don't want it to always be the same thing mm-hmm. like the only thing I be feeling like I only have one tool in my tool belt ah uh, you feel like you've got one trick. I only got one trick pony. Now that trick works right. all the time, but if it don't work, you got to have to flip it up. You know, you got to be able to switch it up. Well, well, two, what you want to think about is not to give yourself a hard time about it because it, as, as you know, gentlemen, like say, say you like adult movies, right? Yeah. You're going to always fast forward to your part. Yeah, they don't right? know. y'all can't act. Uh, Get to part. this. Yeah, that, that's your part. Hey, so I know that you need to have certain help on your plumbing <laughs> equipment abilities. <laughs> I will do that for you. Be like, it's the first time y'all ever spoke in English. I don't watch those movies I'm saved. But before I was saved, I'd be like, y'all can't even talk. I need help in the 
ability of this pipe if it's not working people can't be good at two things you can act or you can do the set audience in here right now i'm on stage now it's a small it's a small club is but I gotta put a show on. But um, I forgot my initial question. Because you didn't have one. But but yeah. Oh, so, one trick about having one trick. So don't be so hard on yourself because two, the fact that you only think that you have one trick means that you're a little too focused on trying to make her have an orgasm. Yeah, right? so I for sure if, am. If if you go forth now without that thought process, you'd be surprised what she'll be able to do without you putting the pressure on her to be able to to have those orgasms. You you forcing it. Yeah, yeah, so just let it go. Just let it yeah, be. I let feel it like go. forcing it in anything is wrong. Forcing comedy is wrong. Yeah. Forcing orgasms wrong. That's right. Let it, force let, it go, let it go. Let it go. She'll have a better chance of getting her own. <laughs> Let it All right, we've got to stop. I'll do this for two that hours. Rhymes. I have a new special we have. We have. called The Love Hour. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is over an hour and a half. Yeah. No, it ain't. No? You're pushing. Yeah, oh, really? you always uh-huh. rushing. Yeah. All right, Not anything else? You have no other questions. <laughs> Dr. Rachel. Yeah. Man, you guys have been so much fun. Thank, thank you for you. having me. I've been dying to get up here with you guys oh, and, and hang you. out so and excited. talk shop. Yes. So this is really cool. Tell the people no, how to good. meet, uh, follow you and yeah. your upcoming book. Yes, yes, yes. So you can follow me at Instagram at Dr. Rachel, D-R-R-A-C-H-A-E-L. A-E-L, people. A-E-L, it's always that. You can check me out at drrachelinstitute.com, spelled the same way, just add institute. And um, yeah, I've got a book that's coming out within the next four weeks it's actually called getting some brain and it is about you know how to you how, don't have how to, to sugarcoat <laughs> yourself dr rachel kevin's here you do, how no to fall sugar. passionately in love and stay there you oh know, i thought that, it was about getting ahead well it, it talks that about that of course you know but, but it talks about too the ways that we can kind of manipulate our relationships a little bit based off of science and how things work to enjoy each other a little more you know to to infuse like a little bit of mystery and anticipation and stuff so that it doesn't get stale because if we're in it for forever we want to stay there and you want to make sure that it stays we get that question all the time too about spicing it up i feel like that's people's biggest fear we should have you back and talk about just about that after your book comes out awesome i would love that because that's the number one question is like how do we continue to keep it spicy after we've been married for x period of time i feel like even people are early in their marriage they're afraid of it happening and people who are there it's like that is their biggest fear oh totally and that that's as a sexologist and we i train sexuality coaches and and other sexologists and that's the number one reason people seek us out is to try to infuse passion Mm. and romance back into things it's like where did it go we used to feel this way about each other how can we get that back and that's really what the book is about that's how to keep it and get it back Thank you so very much, Dr. Rachel, for being with us today. We have had a phenomenal time with you. Great laughs, great conversation and chat. I learned a whole bunch of stuff and Kev did too, uh, (laughs) which is great. So thank you guys again so much for joining us today on today's episode of The Love Hour with Dr. Rachel. Make sure that you follow her. Make sure that you support our sponsors. As always, the podcast is free to you, but it is ad supported. So when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the podcast. Do not forget that the Love Hour Conference is coming in Atlanta, Georgia, July 9th, 10th, and 11th, 2020. Singles, I hear you. I'm working on some things for you. We will be re-releasing soon 
child just to know that it's real soon um and i think that's it do your kegels and drink your water do your kegels be mindful slow down that's right Take a moment, breathe in, let the moment pass, all the things that we did. Walk around naked. Walk around naked. Walk around naked. All the things. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.